not your daddy, bitch, but I can be your daddy, bitch. Got my legs like a caddy, bitch. Really wanna fuck some addy, bitch. Know your daddy body, you a real bad bitch with an attitude. Know those school was fucking you. Really mad a nigga was coughing you. Really make a nigga uncomfortable. Hey. So where we go? Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm McKee. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us in this folksy afternoon, Sunday yes. afternoon. Happy Sunday, dude. Happy more, Sunday to you. Pour a little more red stag, get a little more turnt in here. Yeah. As if I don't have three tests to study for. There we go. That'll help. That I will say that's the best liquor that I've ever drank out of a plastic bottle. Dude, I was gonna, for, for $11, guys, Jim Beam's red stag, just, it's black cherry. You just you drink that. You get a little bit of a sugar high, and you get a little drunk. Yeah. Only 21 and over. Yeah, yeah, only 21 and over. <laughs> Hakeem's over here drinking liquor out of a plastic bottle. <laughs> I'm over here drinking the Ciroc out of a gold bottle. <laughs> Do what you will <laughs> with that info. Hey. Which, to be fair, that Red Stag is very good. It's, it's delicious. And I got it, I swear I got it for like 11 bucks. This is definitely like the crackhead bottle. Though. Yeah, alcoholics definitely drink Red Stag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for being perfectly honest. <laughs> so what are we going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking about X's Bad Vibes Forever. It's bad. and um, We'll get there, though. We're, we're going to get there. And then we're also going to be talking about uh, Billboard, I guess they have... Yeah, For- Forbes put uh, Forbes, out the top me. earning artists uh, of 2019, so we'll be talking about that a little bit. And Sheeran's on there, and I'm mad. Kind of as the news. Very uh, mad. Let's talk about before the baby played SNL last night, he did? which we we watched a video. It was entertaining. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, but he has had a killer 2019. If if we're looking at Monster. artists who won 2019, I'm I'm saying the baby. Yeah, the baby takes first place. Also, he's from Charlotte. I cannot stress that enough. Even though we don't have any Greenville artists yet yeah. that have popped out. It means a lot that the baby's from Charlotte. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I no longer have to blindly rep Young Jeezy. <laughs> Now we and have you know another semi-local artist. He barely reps South Carolina. Yeah. Neither does Aziz Ansari. He's from South Carolina. I know he's not a rapper, but you know he's a comedian. He uh, talks about being from South Carolina. You know who else is from? Who apparently was Charlemagne's from South Carolina. Charlemagne. He's from Monk's Corner. Yep. And then um, that guy who has the um, he has a late night show. South African. Couldn't oh, tell you. Bro. I, uh, he was he was apparently big in Greenville. I'm in bed by nine, so yeah. not too much late night TV that I get. I can't think of his name. It's making me mad. That's all right. Yeah, the baby. So it claims that he spent half a million dollars on music videos this year. Yes, of his own money, not I, like the label record label bonus, but yeah, his own money. Well, I mean, if he's it's he money got a earned. Signing bonus. If it's money earned, yeah, then it's, it's his, his money. money. You're right. So this, I guess, was outside of the. Budget and, for music videos. And you know what's cool? He got a lot of buzz off the music videos. Yeah, Suge was definitely the one that made him. Because it reminded everybody of like a time in hip-hop when music videos were fun and were taken a little bit more seriously and there wasn't just, you know, drugs, drugs, women, and cars. Yeah. It, well, it's it's still very much drugs, women, and cars. It's, it's, just... it's women and cars, but it's also like him in outfits and costumes and dancing. and It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. The baby's... What I like about the baby is he went from, in I would say in the beginning of the year he was getting a lot of talk about like his guard his bodyguards beating up people and him getting into fights, and I I even said on this podcast that if he keeps going down that road he's gonna be in jail it's gonna be like a Kodak situation, and I'm happy that he 
really kind of left that behind. And is just somebody now who's known for good music. He's entertaining. People yeah. want him on every song. So big shout out to the baby. Yeah, and he doesn't really discriminate on who he works with. Like the Trippy Red one was kind of a left field for me. Like I just didn't see him and Trippy Red together. But when I saw it, I was like, damn, this would be good. Yeah, and it, it was, was fine. Good. It was fun. I, it was one of the better tracks. Death was definitely one of the better tracks off yeah. of Letter T4. So before we get into the top earners, because there's really no other news aside, oh, Juice World passed away today mm-hmm. today's uh what i don't even know what the date is the 8th it's a sunday he passed away today we did talk about that if you want to hear us talk about what his legacy and what he meant to us yes the, the episode will be up with this one um so go check that out rest in peace to juice rest in peace juice that's what started the drinking he said we got to pour one out mm-hmm. for him yeah i've been kind of going hard yeah so you got a fact this week before we jump into the top earners of 2019 i'm so happy you asked jake the state bird of Wyoming is oh. the western meadowlark. <laughs> okay. Have we done the... You haven't done the state bird for South Carolina yet. Even you don't it's rep the, South Carolina. It's the wren. It's okay. the wren. Carolina so there you go if you all want right. that. Your fingernails grow faster on your dominant hand. That's probably from all the lotions. <laughs> <laughs> for the six of you who get that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's for y'all. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... Putting beauty product, that's why my right hand stay ashy. I got you. Left hand's nice and nice and smooth. Jerk off jokes, guys. <laughs> We're not above them. We're not. We're not. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so let's go through some of the top earners. Uh, Number one was the white girl of all white girls, T-Swift. Yeah. We, how much so is that? 185 million. Disgusting. Yeah. And how much did Scooter Braun get? <laughs> $175 million. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's a fucked up situation. I, I feel bad. It really. About it. I hate. Listen, regardless of whether whether or not I like the artist, I hate when managers take advantage of of people that have a talent, and they just put them in shit deals. Yeah. And and from Taylor Swift to Uzi to to whoever anybody who's had uh, to Wayne, you know, Wayne is somebody like yeah, his quality of music fell off, but. He didn't deserve to get taken for a ride by Birdman for a decade. But let's be fair. We don't like Taylor Swift on this podcast. No, no, no. Don't yeah. get it twisted. Yeah. Fuck T-Swift. So they play, they're play, they have already started playing Christmas music at my job, like, as of two weeks ago. Yeah. And we're sitting there, and a guy I work with, Ruben, I, and Taylor Swift's song is playing. Uh-huh. And I knew he would come back with the right answer. I said, Ruben, what's worse than, <laughs> than a Christmas song? He said, a Taylor Swift Christmas song. <laughs> You know what the only Christmas songs, Christmas albums I want to listen to? MF Doom put out a Christmas album. A ghetto Christmas Carol? Actually, can you play a song for me real quick? Yeah, what you got? Can you? um, You might have to actually go to YouTube. Okay. I want you to look up Christmas in Hollywood. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. Yep. Go ahead and play that. Play a little bit of that for me. Oh, before yeah, we gotta let's get, get a, through the P- Google Pixel ad. Yeah, but guys, not for, sponsored for by everyone Google who's Pixel. fucking sick of Christmas music. This is for y'all, and for everyone that was unfortunately a fan of this group when they were popular. This is also for y'all. So for us is what you're saying. Yes. Me in particular. It's Christmas in Hollywood. Santa's back up in the hood. Meet me under the mistletoe. Let's fuck. In Inglewood. So meet me by the menorah. Let's get drunk. This only has three million views. Dude, that's not enough. 
That's as much of a platform as we need to give Hollywood Undead. That's beautiful. We're bringing that back on New Year's. Yeah, so... <laughs> there's a there's a soulful Christmas playlist that I like. So it's like uh, a bunch of like Motown kind of artists. You are so Motown you don't even... Yeah, now. That. There's a lo-fi Christmas radio on YouTube that I like. Okay. Just because I like anything lo-fi. But, you know, happy holidays to everybody out here. Despite all the depressing news that we're getting. It's Merry Christmas, you communist. <laughs> the Arabic man says happy holidays. Yep. They're already making memes. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, so Taylor, Taylor Swift was number one at 185 million. Kanye West is number two at 150 million. Wow. Mostly probably attributed to Yeezy brand. Uh, yeah, I would, I would also say from his uh, cult. <laughs> Dude, he's already he's already getting cosigned from the mega churches. I'm telling you, I don't Kanye know. about to start a cult. Maybe Ed Sheeran came in at 110 million, which had a good year. We talked about him on a hip hop podcast. Another person that I can't stand. But... I don't dislike him. I think he's very talented. What the difference between him and Taylor Swift? I feel like Taylor Swift is kind of a sellout because I remember her music like as a country artist, and uh-huh. it was very you could tell it was very introspective and like real to her. And it seemed like as she got bigger, which we see with a lot of artists, the mm-hmm. music got more about performance and less about like the actual art. And that's just my opinion. I think Ed Sheeran's music is devoid of art and individuality, and is just made to be played on the radio. Yeah, he's in just coffee. A, he shops. just has a talent. He's a he's a good voice. Mm-hmm. He and makes he, money he, on listen, it. Listen, he could. If you guys listen, I I do like some Ed Sheeran, his older stuff. If you go listen to um, you don't need me, I don't need you live. You can see him just like. Fucking playing his ass off. Yeah. Um, big shout out to him. Do we have any other hip hop artists on there that we should hit? Jay Z and Beyonce. Jay Z and Beyonce were up there. Eighty one um, million. Drake. Diddy. Diddy is always on the list. He, he's a he's a business. <clears throat> yep. Rihanna's up there. Travis Scott is up there at twelve. Travis. Oh. Yeah, you said Travis. Um, yeah, it's crazy that they just addressed him as Travis. Yeah. In this tweet. That's all you need to know. The one that really blew me away was that the Eagles. Are pulling a hundred million. Did they go on tour or something? No, a lot of them have died. Oh, my bad. Guys. I think so um, forgive my ignorance. I'm not a classic rock connoisseur. Don Henley, I think, is one of the few remaining members. One of the members, I don't remember his name. He passed away. I think it was two years ago because they did a tribute to him at the Grammys. Uh, but their music is awesome. That's who we were listening to that night, and you're like, dude, who is this? This is fire. The Witchy Woman song. Mm. I'll, I'll play that real quick for well, the for on. the listeners. You know what, guys? This is just a radio episode. Now. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. That one was shocking to me. I just I did not expect to see them up there. Here you go. I'm sure many people have heard this melody. Yeah. Skip it a little bit. Damn. God damn. That's fire. Yeah, yeah. Shit. I already got that feeling. Like, fuck. Yeah, go check out the Eagles. And you know what? You know what I'm really excited for on a side note? Is um our Christmas party. Yes. We do our little annual ting. I'm very excited for that. Very, very excited. I can't wait. I feel like the music is always what makes it a lot of fun for me. And yeah. the drinking. But <laughs> Yeah, as always. Very cool. Let's jump into to X. Yeah. Bad vibes forever. Yes. Let's before we review this to all the diehard X fans, 
including ourselves. Um, we gave question mark a 10. Jake has praised 17 constantly. Yes. We even tried to give Skins a pass. Skins is all right. There's moments. Um, I would like to say that I don't blame X for any of the music that came out on this track. I am not dissing X in any sort of way. This is purely about Bad Vibes Forever as an album. Always remember that the people behind this record are, are record labels, media people. This is not X's vision anymore. No, this it, is an they, interpretation yeah, they did, of what they thought X's vision Yeah, they be. said they found notebooks and audio notes and stuff that they tried to expound on his vision. But at the end of the day, if Pablo Picasso wrote down what he wanted out of a painting, no one could replicate it. Exactly. And I think it's the same with X. Yeah. In any artist. M- music, even. The only artist is, that... Yeah. And I don't want to say this as a slight because we just praised him. But the only artist, if somebody said, okay, I want, it, I want this song to sound like this... Like formulaic artists, like the baby. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if he passed away and they had a laptop of the baby, God forbid, dude. Let's not let's not put that. Let's in just the find ether. some beats and throw it on there, and it, yeah, you know it would work. Ether, no, you know? but you know what I mean. Yeah, formulaic artists are easier. But when you Migos, have an artist, if, if there yeah. was a posthumous Migos release, I would not expect it to sound any different than their than Culture Two. Yeah, because Culture One, we could argue was was Classic. good, but Culture Two, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, anybody that is formulaic i think it's a little bit easier but artists like peep and x who were so emotional emotional wrapped up in their art utilized different genres and blended them together because there's a lot of different genres on this album but the difference in this and what x and peep did while they were alive they blended them together whereas oh you want an island song here's an island song let's call tory lanes and see if he can jump on it the main thing about this project is let's we can jump into it it was really predictable like, yeah. it was like, oh, this is where the feature comes in. This is where the hook, you know, it was really, again, it's it's like a record label just printed it out. Yeah. It just like, it just like, they stamped it and they called it an X album. And a, and a lot like the Peep album, and mm. I, I had a feeling it was going to be this way. There's glimpses of like, okay, I, I, I think I would have liked this if X got the chance to finish it. Mm-hmm. But the added bullshit keeps you from wanting to go back to it. Yeah. Like, I think X did well with the island sound. Like the way he like hearing him do it, I wasn't mad at it. But then you hear Tory Lanez and the rest of them. I just don't want to hear anybody do the island sound. For and I the think record. yeah, and I think there's a reason why he didn't put it out. He probably Maybe. looked around and said, "Okay, this landscape is too saturated with this." Yeah, I mean Drake did it, and even when Drake did it, it wasn't great. When Tory Lanez does it, I think he has a certain he he puts a little more oomph into his accent. <clears throat> and X kind of did that too on those two tracks, Royalty and. Um, what was the other one? Uh, the one with Tory Lanez. Um, hot, hot Gal. Hot Gal. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hot Gal. Uh, that that track was really just kind of a nothing song. So was Royalty. Royalty was kind of a nothing song. I liked when X rapped on Royalty. That was probably one of the most proficient of him just like, not boom bap, but just right. straightforward rapping. But it's just so muddied with that island sound. Royalty. <laughs> it sounds like what was the DJ Khaled album? Major key was yeah, that the one that had all the, the intro. Sound? Yeah, yeah. There was like an intro to. Yeah, all it needed was DJ Khaled. Yeah, honestly, honestly, Khaled could have produced it. <laughs> yes. Um, what the intro I thought was kind of interesting. It was I like the clip intro of him talking. I said it, it, the the instrumental that they set it behind was very ethereal. 
it was a very X way to open an album because 17 had a spoken introduction right. and so did question mark. Right. So I respected that. And that was kind of encouraging. When I heard, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. they're obviously X had a, a formula with structuring albums. They're mm-hmm. going to stick to it. Right. The next track X bitch. I think that rated that's the best the song on the, I rated it a nine. Project. So from there I was like, damn, because we, we read the, about that complex article in the previous episode talking about how they found all this and that it was as close to X's vision as they could foresee it. So I was like, damn, X bitch, they're pretty damn spot on with this article. I just didn't like him calling, saying daddy so many times. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I didn't like the daddy talk, but I could put that behind because I like X's, X's singing to me. And let's, he does the folksy emo. And, and let's be fair. He lives, he ladies. lives a different life than us. Like if either of us wrote a rap, I don't think we would be saying the word daddy in it. Hey, and when's, I don't know about that. Yeah. It's my first... When... <laughs> I, I would just feel dirty saying that. Just I don't like daddy. being... Do you like being called daddy? I have never sex? had anybody call me daddy, and yeah. I am eternally grateful for that. <laughs> now, somebody may say it to me, and I would just... <laughs> right there, I, I can't tell you how I'd you react in this situation. <laughs> right. But, well, see, there, I think there's only one of two outcomes. What's it's weird, either, though, is like when he says, like... I'm sorry to cut you off, but like when he says, like... Um, I I can be your daddy, but then he says your daddy's proud of you. Yeah. Which daddy? Yeah. There's too many times you said daddy. But yes, if somebody called me that during sex, there's one one of two things is gonna happen. Either it's gonna be premature, <laughs> right? Or it's gonna go, and I'm gonna be like, no, nah, this is out. You're out of here. Do you ever? Does, what I love about sex is there's so many awkward moments, and every both parties are in their head the entire time. And everybody's just thinking, I hope the other person is enjoying this. <laughs> That's what I feel like going through everybody's head. I don't think at all. Oh, I like that. Animal. You're, <laughs> you're just, he's just focusing on his thrusts. Hakeem didn't actually just laugh. That's the soundboard. The only button we have is the Joker laughing. Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah. <laughs> but then you get into ugly. And my excitement was shot down. That's when your dick goes mm. limp. <laughs> It was darkly mixed. I said it sounds like monk canon music. Can like, you play it a little bit? Because, yeah. again, like, it's so muddied. What what it reminded me is, like, the monk chant, like, canon like music. Gregorian chant. Yeah. This is an example of where I heard X and was like, if he would have fleshed out this yeah. vision, it would have been great. Mm-hmm. But I think they, I don't want to keep using the word found, but they had this clip and they're like, this is all we have. That's it. Mm-hmm. Then they got into Bad Vibes Forever, which was a single. That kind of got me back up on the horse, if you will. I was like, okay, this was a... It was a good single That's when something came you could have heard when he was alive, yeah. I feel like. P&B Rock, I think... He did a, tried to imitate X. He did a good job of embodying the vibes that Trippy and X brought to the but track. But I, I felt like he was imitating his delivery almost. A you know bit. what I mean? And Which I, is fine. I don't have a problem with that. Now, no, if, he, if he puts out a whole album sounding like X, yeah. that's a different story. You're biting but when you're on a posthumous moment. album with him paying tribute to him, I don't look badly on that at all. Yeah. And, you know, Trippy did his thing. Yeah. He's, he's good on that kind and of... I think part of the reason that 
mm-hmm. most X fans will probably enjoy that album no. or that track is because track. it had it had chemistry and he right. had chemistry with Trippy Red. He had beef with Trippy Red. We know the history there. He has mm-hmm. chemistry on a track with PMB Rock. We he had an X feature on the PMB Rock album this yeah. earlier this year too. Yeah. Um, what was that? Was it called Middle Child? Middle Child. Yeah. That's right. I was trying to remember. I kept thinking Friends for some reason, yeah. but it was Middle Child. Then you get into school shooters, and here's where Hakeem and I start to disagree. <sighs> okay, so so I'm gonna I... let you say the bad, okay, and then I'll come in and no, no, I'll say what you... I liked. All right. Or you may say what I liked first. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I like that X kind of in that first clip voiced his displeasure with that the Parkland shooting, which was semi-local to him. Which we've talked about it. Shootings uh, are uh, different when you read them. Let's on... hear. Let's hear what X said. I actually have the lyrics pulled up. Okay. I drink blood of school shooters, slit throat, loose screws get fucked up, hang his ass from flagpoles with sad souls, the innocent, who's, who's, who the fuck's protecting us, boy you better buckle up cause I got questions for you fucks I've had enough. Then read, read what his, the ending is, the last thing X says yeah. at the bottom of that. Yeah, he says, I got a question, where was protection, how did this happen, can we go backwards? Can we go backwards? Can we go backwards? I got a question. I got a question. Let's I got a question. E- let's expound on that. Shooter, school shooter, I taught him a lesson, yeah. Let's let's expound on the on that concept. Where was protection? How did yes. this happen? Can we so, go backwards? Obviously you don't want cops in schools in full body armor, like protecting then you just have like a militarized view. I'm down with that. I go I, I want to take it a step further and I read this on Twitter, and it's not anything even related to X, mm-hmm. but it was a parent on Twitter saying, like, hey, when your kid is faking going to school, there's probably a problem outside of them just being lazy and not wanting to go to school. Right. They're either being bullied or they're not comfortable in, in the environment. Mm-hmm. And I think when a lot of these kids, and that, that's been the biggest thing, I know it really, in my eyes, when there's a school shooting, that in my eyes, that's domestic terrorism. In my eyes. That's a but form a, of terrorism. But yeah. the... The media kind of paints every all the school shooters as a gun mentally gun well, yeah, gun violence, and they were mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Even in even in the guy, Dylan Roof, the guy that shot up the the predominantly black church in Charleston, yeah, that's a hate crime. Let's yeah. be honest; he was very clear on his intentions for that. Dude was a white supremacist, but the media wants to say, "Oh, mental health, mental health." As easy it is to discredit that and say, "No, it's a hate crime," or "No, it's domestic terrorism." These people are mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And that's a big, that's since the 60s, that's been a huge problem in the United States because government has pulled funding from mental health institutions and these people can't get the help they need. That's a big connotation in homelessness, too. Mm-hmm. There's a high rate of homeless people that have mental health problems yeah, and that perpetuates them being homeless. Right. So that's part of it, too. We To protect these things from happening, it's just like systemic racism. Anything that's systemic, there's all these solutions you can throw, but there's really not an efficient, effective way to fix that. And I think that's kind of what he's talking about. Do you ever think of like a message being correct, but the delivery of the message being shit? Yeah. That's what this is. This is very controversial. Here's the thing. Wayne's, Wayne's part, the intellects mixed with inner stress. That's a recipe for disaster. You can ask any chef. You can ask any chef. We understand, like you said, it's been pounded into our heads that school shooters, a lot of them suffer from mental illness. I'm, I mean, I get that. But it was the delivery on the track is really shitty. Uh, Wayne, I'm sorry. Wayne cannot talk about anything serious. 
Wayne tells yeah, you. Yeah, I don't look at Wayne him for that. Wayne told you in a fucking interview. I talk about his drugs and eating pussy. If you want anything else, you go listen to another album. Yeah. You know? So, Wayne, and he popped the triple X. That's what he, yeah. that's how you start it, you dumb motherfucker, you. This is a bullshit song. And also, the only thing I liked about it was the ending when X is, sh- is shouting. Yeah. Because it sounds impassioned. It was like kind of spur of the moment. I, I got that. I like that. I'm glad. The, the one thing that even with all the controversy that this is going to bring, this is going to be probably one of the most talked about songs on this album because of For the... For all the negative reasons. It's. It, I'm it, glad. It, Jake, I know you want to try and mix it and say like at least people are going to be talking about school shooting. At least it's no, going to bring even that discussion. Aspect. I'm glad that the record label and the... A state didn't take the safe route in cutting this no, off. No, they should have taken the safe route and cut this song and it should never have existed. And fuck the label for reaching out to Wayne while he was doped out and told him to put a fucking fucking, uh, uh, fucking feature out. Yeah, Why Wayne, feature Wayne on the song called School Shooters? I, I would have liked to see a members only feature on that. I would have liked to see nobody featured on it and I would like this song deleted off of iTunes. But if I can't have that... I just don't think it should exist. I really hate the track. I think it's classless. I think it. I don't really think it brings up a discussion on school shooters. I think that Hope was a better example of a genuine song that talked about school shooting. I think it's just a different reaction. Like he may have recorded this first. This may have been his knee-jerk reaction music, to that shooting. Music coming from a sympathetic angle with an artist who is who is very short, like X works better than somebody trying to portray a message. Artists who can portray messages. Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Kanye West when he wants to, uh, Jay-Z. These are artists who are able to expound their thoughts and to come out with something that sounds genuine or thought-provoking. There are very few artists in hip-hop. Hip-hop can be a bit limiting in that aspect, where you have this fleshing out something as as controversial as a school shooting we cannot you cannot tread that topic lightly and i think when x or, or i'm sorry when wayne starts out with i pop the triple x you already know that that's not going to be anything serious or of of substance it's a fucking waste of a track and also again fuck this record label for for okaying that track, I just I think it's utterly classless. I don't think it does it accomplishes anything other than to to get people like me to scream at it. That's okay. it. That's it. For me, that's it. Yeah, I think it could have been better with that way. I need another drink. Stress. Let's move on to the next <laughs> track that had the other feature that we kind of speculated on before. Uh, Rick Ross Bullshit really Rick Ross let me two. down, and it it made it worse that. The concept that X was going for, I don't think, fit a Rick Ross feature. No. If X could have fleshed out that concept, it would have been much better. Because he sounded really good on it. Yeah. I like that. Peanut butter inside. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I just don't think I don't Look, think Ross had any... This is, this is why Ross let me down. And if you listen to the last episode, you probably know why. Mm-hmm. He had an opportunity to really build X up and talk about his legacy. Mm-hmm. It really felt to me like Rick Ross pulled a throwaway verse, said, let me write X's name into it and I'll email it on. When a look from Rick Ross, who's from Florida, who's lived in Florida and has repped Florida as hard as any other artist. Port of Miami. Could have come out and really done something for X's legacy, but said, here's, here's a verse that I wrote about Nip and I'll throw X's name on it. Yep. 
And that's, that's the common theme in this project. It's, it's features that, okay, in theory, do they sound okay? Sure. Is there any sort of intention behind it? Is there any sort of, uh, sort of real appreciation for X and for what he left behind and, and the loss that his fans experienced? Glimpses of it. Yeah, but not really. Like, if Rick Ross, if Rick Ross or Lil Wayne, and I, I don't want to blame them because they have labels behind them too. So maybe somebody said, "Hey, dude, here's a fat ass check." Yeah. So that could be that could be a potential, and maybe Wayne did it to get "Don't Cry," which I would argue is a much better posthumous X track. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's an g- example of them having good chemistry on it. Yeah, and I think I, I didn't. When I saw Lil Wayne featured, I know it's easy to say it's either going to be really good or really bad. Uh, yeah. But that's kind of how his features I think are. Wayne did enough by having X on the Carter Five. Like, the Carter Five is an essential Wayne album. It'll be remembered, I think, as an essential Wayne album because of how long everybody waited for it. Regardless if you liked it or not, it's the Carter Five. Yeah. It, I think it's part he of did enough. Series. He did enough by putting X on there saying, hey, I really, I, I think what this kid was doing was great. Mm-hmm. I think that was enough. Yeah. Having him in the like having the music video, and kind of and adopting it's a great track. yeah, and adopting the theme of X's music videos into the music video, I think that was enough to pay tribute to his legacy. Right. I don't think he needed to be on this. Right. I don't think so either. The next track was Triumph. I liked that one. He's, he's kind of addressing. Um, it's speculated that he's addressing Genesis Sanchez, the the mother of his child. Oh. Uh, very seventeen sounding. Did you have a problem with all the guitars on the project? No, because I read that article and they said there were a lot of songs that he made while making Question Mark, or, and a lot of these were found with files from 17 from Question Mark. So this is a very similar track to what we would have heard on 17, so I'm not mad at that. And this was one of the more full, I mean, it was a full song of X. It was no features. Not on really... that track. I just mean in the, the whole album in general. I felt like there was a there lot, was of, a lot guitar of guitar that was just... It was overused, and I think it was used to kind of... Uh, I, I think it was kind of used to simulate this sort of somber mood that we were supposed to be feeling throughout this album, but it doesn't accomplish it, and it just feels really manufactured. Yeah. And it's... And the guitar's kind of weak. I'm going to be yeah, honest. Yeah, the production on this was nowhere near any... Even Skins. The production yeah. on Skins was much better. And... I don't want to go too hard on that. And while I was writing my review in my notes, it was hard to criticize some of this stuff because like you said at the beginning, when we opened, we're not blaming X for any of this. No, He obviously had no hand in this aside from the vocals he created. And there was a reason that we didn't hear these songs. He left rough drafts behind. And I think the record label took that and decided that, well, we have to, I mean, they put millions of dollars into X. I believe that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He died. Young. He only got to put out Question Mark, really. I mean, that was like his official album. Yeah, I don't know what kind of rights they have to 17 in the previous releases. So, I understand people got to make their money back, but not like this. Not like this. And there's a big YouTuber um, named Blackie Speaks, with a Z at the end, who said, like, don't listen to any of X's music, his posthumous releases. Because of shit like this. Well, here's the problem I have with that. Anybody that's a fan of X... Is going to listen to X. At music. least skim through this music. and f- There's something that on here that somebody will like. You found X, bitch. Stream the shit out of this because hopefully the record label is doing right by X and his family. And, and some of this money, money is getting to Genesis Sanchez right. and his child. Absolutely. Because if they let that child grow up, 
with nothing and, and not reaping any of the benefits that X provided for that child. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. I I agree with you in that in that Go point. stream his other music. They're they're getting funds from that too. Exactly. Well that's what he that's what I think he's more so saying is really we got question mark in seventeen and everything else after that is not really an X album. Yeah. And even skins, I mean train food is, is great. Well, skins was a little different, I feel like, because they left a lot of it unfinished. This seems right. like hey, here's I would have been fine if they'd have put out kind of just audio files. Just so we could hear like, hey, this is this is all we have left. We hope you like it. But they did that with the deluxe version of question mark. I listened to it once and I appreciated it for what it is. I mean, there's not a lot of like replay value in it. Yeah. But how much replay value is this ecstasy song with Noah Cyrus? Dude, her feature oh, fuck that track. And honestly, there's not there's even less X on that one than than most of them yeah. with features in that. Well, yeah, all they did they they kind of looped his hook and she kind of sang over it with him. I like the song that he did for her. She had a track with him on it on a previous album, and it was really good. Okay. So that may be why the, the label said, hey, here's a trade. Right. Um, but yeah, I wasn't with that track. Did you like Kill My Vibe? That was with a guy named Tom G. No, Tom G ruined the fuck out of that song. He's got a, His voice is different, it's, and I don't know if I can get It's get terrible. It. No. It's not great. Let's go to Hot Gal with Tory Lanez and Movado. Tory Lanez did his thing. Movado is a is a See, I hated Jamaican Tory Lanez's part. I don't like Tory Lanez, so that's, that's, interesting. that's why. I th- well, he did his thing in that it's Tory Lanez yeah. feature. It's not. And again, I wasn't mad at X. We saw him utilize this kind of island sound a little He's bit on Jamaican. Question Mark. His dad is Jamaican, I believe. Yeah, so I wasn't mad at, at that. But like you said, I think everybody's about burnout on the island sound. I just think that, I mean, American artists, they tried. There's, a, there's this thing that we do where we take international sounds and, and, and Americanize You mean it. that America's taking culture from. Have y'all heard. So the native. Americans were here first. <laughs> yes, we take we take cultures and we wow. and we rebrand them. Um, but Pick up this, a history book. The Jamaican, the the island sound in general, Caribbean sound is just not. It's not working. It's not. Really I felt like I was on a cruise again, <laughs> sitting out by the water. <laughs> that's that's exactly what these songs are. They're cruises. Yeah. Because you get your little port stops. But you don't actually have to experience any of the culture. Yeah. You can keep drinking on the boat and just enjoy the port yeah. and not and not have to explore. To speak to that in Honduras, like they check your ship card when you uh-huh. when you get into their resort area to keep locals out. Yeah, to know it. It's very um, ex- exploitive. Exactly for sure. Exactly. Um, what What did you think about the only time I feel alive with Craig Zen? Did you? It was like a five. Okay. I, I rated it a five. It was okay. It was okay. I, I like. I appreciate Craig Zen. I actually like. He put out a project this year, and I, I enjoyed that. But it's 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 not that great. I like the acoustic part where X sang the hook acoustic at the end more than I like the whole track. The X the X snippets sound good on their own, and yeah. that's the thing. Like X X is very talented. He has a great voice. Um, unfortunately. This these were all clearly rough drafts. I don't think anything ever was really finalized, other than like I said, maybe X bitch, and maybe yeah. even that one wasn't done. No, and it, it which a lot of X's stuff was hooks. Bad was yeah. the same way. Bad. Moonlight, yeah, Moonlight is a is a perfect example of. Can you imagine how much more that song could be? But it's really just spotlight, moonlight. Yeah, I mean, but he. Moonlight. We gotta remember where he came from. SoundCloud rap yeah. is known minute for... Minute and a half, yeah, that two minute, minutes. Two and a half, that's really like the, the cap. Right. 
So I wasn't mad at that when it came no. out. Demons with Joey Badass and Kemba. This was my another song I liked. I like this one a lot. Because, and honestly, Kemba, I Killed think he was it. the standout. Yeah. But this is another one, like, obviously Joey and X have chemistry. They had Infinity 888 on Question Mark and the King's Dead little remix they did together. So they obviously have chemistry. So when I hear a Joey Badass feature, which from a listening standpoint feels like it was done after X's death, mm-hmm. but the fact that they had chemistry, Joey went for this more laid back. Infinity 888 was kind of more in your face. I love that song. It's fire. Yeah. But this, he, he went for a little more laid back. And I'm glad that, like you said, they kind of let Kemba take the spotlight mm-hmm. on that track. Right. Um, the, <coughs> the Kill Station track. Yes. I do want to talk about that one a little bit because I'm conflicted. I It made me want to go and check Kill Station out. He was on, um, oh God, I did a cover of it. The um, Won't Fall, My mm-hmm. I Slip Not. Kill Station was on Slip that track not. with him. Yeah. yeah. We'll play a little bit of Limbo. And you said he sounded like Peep. And I don't have a problem with that because their soundscapes were kind of similar and the people they surrounded themselves with were similar. Right. And they, you know, they had music together. I like it. I like it too, but it's not the first thing I thought of was Peep. Yeah. I'm glad that Kill Station got a look because he is part of Members Only. I was glad to see him and Craig Zinn. Yeah. But we've already mentioned that a lot of these tracks, like I, I even, my biggest note on that track was, I'm not mad at it, but it sounds more like a Kill Station song with an X feature than an X song with a Kill Station feature. Right, and that's right. how most of these features kind of fleshed out. Yeah. And that's when, I, when, when you were reading, when we were reading the article, I was skeptical when when his mom was talking about... And I don't want... Listen, I think people are really wrong about calling X his mom predatory and she's trying to make money off of her son. I don't necessarily... Yeah, I don't know how true that is. And we and don't, don't know the relationship right. that we they had. Exactly. We only can make our conclusions from what we can find. Right. And, and, and for people... I know a lot of people are saying that about her. And, and yes, she promotes his stuff, but... That's his mom. Like, of course yeah. she's going to promote his music. You know, she, she's working closely with the label. I'm sure she's uh, somewhat in charge of his estate by now. So there's a lot of reasons why she's probably heavily involved. But Yeah, this, I, I this, don't want to speculate on that relationship. No, this, this just didn't need to be made. I think really, it, I don't, I don't want to say it tarnishes X's legacy, but it by no means adds to it. I don't no, think I, I don't X think it tarnishes were, it. No, but I don't think X fans will enjoy this project. I don't really know who this project was made for. The record label. Yeah, there's there's just... And in the, at the end of the day, we can't be mad about that. It, it's kind of hard for us because we were X fans. I can be mad we, at the label. I can be mad at the label for being predatory, for, for, for taking unfinished tracks and trying to make them sound finished, for letting Wayne put that school shooter track out. I can be mad at them for a lot yeah. of things. Fuck a label. At the end of the day, though, it's a business, and they're, yeah. they're out to do what's best for them. So it, it's not to shocking their, to me. They're trying to recoup their money. It's yeah. not shocking, but it's still it's yeah. still gross. It's just like in sports. Yeah. A lot of times you'll see a, a, a coach fired or a player let go, and you're like, damn, that was... Because like, you have an emotional connection with that person or a sentimental connection with that individual. But then it, at the end of the day, it's entertainment, and this is a business. Right. But so, you see everybody shitting on Cam Newton right yeah. now. Does that not 
make you oh, it, at it least upset. upset. Oh, definitely it's upsetting. Exactly. So for me, when I see somebody exploiting a dead person, exploiting a dead artist, exploiting somebody like to this degree to get two albums out of him, to yeah. get two shitty albums out of him, that's disgusting to me. And I'm mad at that. I'm not I'm not surprised at the label doing that, but I am I am mad at it. And I think X fans will feel just like we do. Like, okay, we get why they did this. Yeah. But, but it didn't 17 in question mark are our not my president. Yeah. Not, not my ex album. Yeah, not my ex album. Bad Vibes uh, Forever is not my did, ex album. Did you catch on attention? He says shoddy I'm an asshole like Charlemagne. Oh, that's hilarious. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a rapper if you haven't said shit, something shit about Charlemagne. Charlemagne being an ass, which I, I like Charlemagne a lot now. Another highlight for me, I liked Eat It Up. It just seemed like a finished extract, but it, it was it an old like finished. An old Members only three, like that was a, the one with Bowser with Ski Mask. Like that's the era of X. This reminded me of what was it? Yeah. I, remember uh, XXX? Tarnation. Um, Tarnation. XXX yeah. Tarnation. Like yeah. that era of right. X. Right. It definitely did feel like that. But as you got towards the end, it picked up with Heart Eater. And that was finished. It was put out when the X was alive. The biggest thing, and we talked about the video a little bit, but the biggest thing we need to talk about with that is Did that... Did you see the, the video? Mm-hmm. We, Did, I don't remember if we talked about this on the episode or not. It's his girlfriend that's eating him. It was the girl he had the sexual, or the, the domestic abuse yeah. allegations against. His baby mama. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's not, that's not her. Different that's That's, um, oh. yeah, he didn't have sexual assault oh. allegations against I thought he Genesis. Did. This is yeah. a, a, a Leia or... Yala, I don't know how you pronounce that. Mm-hmm. But that was who was featured. And I think that says a lot. Yeah. It was a weird videos. Yeah, she's literally eating cool. eating his carcass his, alive. Yeah. It was weird. But what X music video, even when he was alive, wasn't weird. Or controversial got, or hard talked about. I like to look at me. Yeah. Yeah. And that caused a shitstorm right. for him. Yeah, hanging the white kid. And that's the one thing I think, out of anything with X, he was unafraid to do and say what he wanted. And a lot of times, like we saw with the No Jumper interview, sometimes he didn't know when to shut up. I still think that was over-exaggerating. I really think that was him trying to sound cool, and he just... But, I mean, he everything he did, he just seemed unafraid to do mm-hmm. it. He I was mean, himself. At that, at that time in music, like I remember listening to Seventeen for the first time, mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, this is so different than everything that's out right now, but it's so good. Right. I I love I love Seventeen. I love I love X. I think he um he left a very big impact on on this world. And you know, with Juice World being gone too, it just adds to that to this like growing list of people who were gone too soon. But it also reminds me that you cannot recapture what's gone. Yeah. And you have to you have to appreciate you have to appreciate people on this earth while they're here because your your memories will fade but Yeah, Kanye has a lyric, make sure you they get the flowers while they can still send or while yeah. they can still smell them. I and I think that is definitely fucking true. You can you can try as much as you want to make an X album. But it doesn't hit the way seventeen or question. Yeah, I mean, look at Trippy Red. Uh, we kind of yeah. accused Trippy Red of kind of staying too much in X's lane, right? And it, that's not what we want. We don't want to be reminded that X is dead. No, no. I'm, I'm really. Uh, if if I don't, if I'm not able to hear any more emo rap, and it just leads to something new, 
I'm okay with that. I mean, I think with with Juice's passing, there's I think there's going to be a changing. I don't want to say changing in the guard, but there's got to be some difference in soundscape. Yeah, it's just it's it's becoming too much. It's becoming too much. Yeah, and I mean, you have artists that are they have glimpses of doing well. Like there's a Lil Skies track that will probably rank on my top twenty five this year. I. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. Uh-huh. You could have given that to Juice. Or to X, and they'd have killed it too. Right. But I don't want to hear Lil Skies trying to sound like Juice World. That's somebody we should appreciate because I do think, um, I do think Lil Skies has the potential to rise up to the occasion. But before we before we go on to that, what what are your favorite tracks off of this? Um, favorite tracks were "Eat It Up," um, "Demons," the Joey Badass track. I liked "Only Time I Feel Alive." I, 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 it only rated a five when I listened to it the first time, but I, I do like Craig Zen did a good job with it. Mm. Um, there was just wasn't a lot of X on that one, right. and that was part of the reason I rated it that way. Right. Um, and then Limbo was good, the one that sounded kind of like Peep. I like Triumph a lot. Uh, call me if you want. I like I liked X's part on School Shooters. Okay, I respect uh, it. Because that was the only time we heard him screaming, which I hated because I like some of those vibes on Don't Skins. Give up. Remember yeah, that? Um, X bitch, and then the introduction for what it was. I liked that they followed suit and kept the intros to his album the same as he had done it. Yeah. Um, my favorite tracks were X bitch, Bad Vibes Forever. Yeah, but I forgot about that one right. definitely. And um, and Heart Eater. And Heart Eater, and that's it. That's all I give it. That's it. You don't like the Joey one. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's not, not as it's, it's not, not as replayable like as Infinity A eighty eight. No. And Joey Badass even kinda of sound half into it. He like, just was it was very low key. Yeah. Very relaxed. Yeah. Um I almost don't want to rate this one. I I, I almost don't want to rate it. If I did it based on my number system, it, it got a four. It's a one for me. Wow. Oh. I mean the the tracks I mentioned will make my list. It really was like the worst album this year. And it's not it's not because of X. Yeah, I don't know if it's the worst. I'd rather I'd rather it. listen to this than some of the other stuff that we reviewed. Like I, if you said like you have to get rid of this, mm-hmm. I would rather go back to this. If I had to go back to this, or I'm trying to think of an album that we or Gunna's. Yeah, Gunna's was not good, and I, I would go to Gunna's project before this one. Because this one, what it reminds me is that X is dead, and that. the record label pissed all over his memory and that's what this project will stand for to me and that's why i don't ever want to go back to it and the whole time i told you i think i texted you i couldn't get through it like there was one point where i just got visibly frustrated and i turned the timeline on that like when you texted me and you were like i'm not like you said something like i I can just tell you weren't liking it yeah i was only like four tracks in right and i was liking it at that point because i was like okay the only thing they really missed me on was ugly like i think i had gotten to I changed your life. Right. And there were, at that point, there were only like two tracks that I really just didn't like really fuck with hard. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, nah, bro. What? I'm, I'm thinking to myself, right. what has to happen? Yeah. And it happened. Right. Um, again, this has nothing to do with X. X will remain one of my favorite artists of all time. It has to do with people taking advantage of X. Yeah. And that's what this album feels like to me. And I don't want any part of that. No. That's all I have to say. Rest in peace, X. Rest in peace, Juice. Rest in peace, X. Rest in peace, Juice. Rest in peace, Nipsey. Rest in peace, Peep. 
Rest in peace to all the people that we lost. 2020 cannot come fast enough. I know. I know, really. And I hope we don't lose anybody else in the meantime. Because 2019, we still got about a month to go. Yeah. Uh, I. What do you want to get into before we head out? Well, here? since this isn't a two-parter, we can we can hit the fits and yeah. some and some cool things dropped this weekend yesterday. I got my tea, my khakis, and my Yeezys. Okay. <laughs> I got on a Nike. I like jacket. That. This is kind of came from Kohl's. Black Friday special. Oh, it was twenty bucks. When are you not going to pick up a Nike jacket for twenty bucks? Very never. Clean. Very clean hoodie. Denim and the light bone Jordan ones today. I like it. I like um, it. Yesterday. Like all the Dornbeckers came out, they had a ton of shoes. Um, Are there still any on sale right now? That you I haven't know? looked on sneakers. I follow. Have you ever watched Unbreakable Kicks? Shout out on YouTube. He's uh-huh. a he's a big sneakerhead. Um, there's a he's he's from Chicago, and there's a, some stores in Chicago. Chicago's like ground zero for a lot of drops. So he went in. I don't even remember the name of the store. And I mean, the Dornbecker line had merch, backpacks, shirts. Shout yeah. out to them. I'm, that that is an awesome cause. They're all sold out, and that's really great. The the Air Force Ones, I think, were the the most hyped up shoe. Those and the, the was a Jordan 14s. Yeah, the yeah. purple ones. Yeah, those were the ones that had a lot of hype behind them. But mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that they went for a lot of different. I don't want to say lifestyles, but a lot of different demographics with this shoe. I like the I like the Air Force One a lot. I think it's super clean. Um, the the Pegasus Turbos. Mm-hmm. I was I was really a fan of those. I would have definitely picked those up. And um, I mean, they went for a lot of different vibes with this drop, and I, I'm appreciative of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also the Dornbecker. It's just a good. It's a good cause. Um, I'm looking here right now, just at sneakers. They're the uh, the last of the Fearless pack, the Edison Chen's came out. I didn't hit on them, but guess who did? <sighs> Tabitha hit on them. Oh, she did. Yep. I can't. I had to. I had to wait till Christmas though. Okay. Yeah. The Amamanier sold out, and I completely forgot about it. Yeah. So there's a bunch of cool stuff that came out. Breads come out next Saturday. The Bread Elevens. Um, that guy, Unbreakable Kicks, had a video. Those off whites you have on your phone right here. The waffle racer. Um, they were at the outlet stores in Chicago. Were they really? Yeah. What the fuck? These are kind. I like that they're kind of chunky. Yeah. I like a chunky shoe now. I think that's just the look now. I think I'm going to get more into trying to get off of buying through sneakers. I mean, yeah. obviously, there's something super limited I'm going to try for them on sneakers, too. But I think I'm going to try on Saturdays to go to our local mall. Like, Finish Line gets a lot of the exclusive drops. Champs gets a lot of the exclusive drops. And actually try to go old school it and get in line and get them. Because there's a lot of YouTubers that get in line for shoes kind because of, of how digital everything's gotten. Right. Everybody wants to just order from home now. Yeah. And you can still get in line and get these shoes in person. These are actually ones that I kind of wanted. Okay. The 14, the quilted. I think they're, it's just a black shoe. Isn't that the, wasn't it the 14s that had the Ferrari ones that you're yeah. trying to get your dad to go get you to yeah. get? Yeah. And didn't he ask you, like, do they have them at Hauser shoes? Is that where he said, or GB shoes? <laughs> I was calling, so I was trying to get a pair of 14s, and um, I was calling GB shoes and and pretty much just everywhere. I was on I was on our on our desktop, like going through yellow pages and finding phone numbers to call. I think I spent probably like six hours calling <clears throat> places, but I never got them. Yeah, and I think I'm gonna try for real to get back into like brick and mortar stores. Finish line, you can pre get in line, right. so you can reserve your exclusive pair, but and not even be there. Right. You just have a certain window of time you have to pick them up. No, I'm trying to go to um, I'm trying to go to Ross again and um, you can Marshalls. find you can find some good stuff. Even the G has some shoes every now and then. Yeah, the Goodwill, Goodwill um, for sure does. 
No, Gabe's. Oh. oh, Goodwill. You can bad. sometimes. Ja, yeah. Like like Plato's Closet. I don't don't think that's like nationwide. Plato's Closet is like kind of the problem I have with them is they're usually heavily worn. Well, the one in Spartanburg now has their own shoe wall, oh. and like I've, th- those black velvet Air Force Ones I got I got from there, brand new. I mean they've been worn like 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 two or three times, still in box. So they're getting a little more serious on that. I've got I've picked up a few shoes from there. Being thir- being a size thirteen, it's also kind of hard too. But being a size 13, you can go into finish line, yeah. and when all the other shoes are sold out, sometimes you like in their clearance racks, mm-hmm. a lot of times there's big yeah. sizes there that just don't sell. Yeah, you're right. Speaking of shoes, um, I bought this kit last night. It's supposed to be here. It's back ordered with it being around Christmas. So it said late December, early January. I don't know if you've seen them on YouTube or not. Um, Rejuvenator. Have you ever watched yeah. any of their videos? Yeah. Well, I did a bunch of research, like two or three hours last night, trying to research what was like the best shoe care and cleaning kit. And everywhere I read, it I just kept bringing me full circle back to them. Mm-hmm. So I ordered their like ultimate kit. It's like $129 if you used a promo code. For, I don't remember what YouTube. He's Kicks, I think, on YouTube. Hess, yeah. Hess, yeah. Hess if you use, if oh, you use you, his... Have you seen his channel? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you use his uh, promo code, you get 10% off. So I got it for like 116 So if you have any shoes at home that are dirty, bring them in. I've got a pair of tubular doom socks up there that are tra- grab those and look at them out of that middle yeah grab them there's that middle box sitting up on its end i think okay. um they are absolutely trashed is that one empty yeah look at look under the birkenstock box i want everybody to hear hakeem commentate these shoes because they are trashed they're bad aren't they no oh all right, he found a box of electronics. Disgusting. All right, check the last Adidas box up there, and if it's not up there, I don't know where they are, but we'll find them. Yeah, here we go. Okay, yeah, yeah. those are shot. Garbage. So, yeah, so if you've got any shoes at home that are dirty, when I get that kit, I'll let you know. Bring them in. We'll do it before and after. For sure. And put them up on the gram. Protect your kicks, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Everything I read says it's, it's one of the best kits. So. Yeah, Rechuvenator is really good, and um, I use another one. Jason something. I don't remember. I don't know. Crep is the other big one. C-R-E-P. Yeah. Um, but we'll see how it works. Comes with this like laundry bag. It's got a whole like laundry treatment. So we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. I'm excited. I thought, and then you, you replaced the laces on your Yeezys. Yeah. I, I don't know if we talked about that on the podcast. They but got chewed up. Yeah. So Black Friday, my mom always cooks for us like an uh, extra Thanksgiving meal, like at home, just like our immediate family. And we're finishing up. My dad's getting plates, and he's carrying them into the kitchen. And he says, uh, whose white shoes are these? And, of course, my dad's always making fun of me for having nice shoes. <laughs> boomer. <laughs> All, just yeah, doesn't understand. He boomer. doesn't understand. Um, he says, so I think he's playing a joke on me. No, my mom and sister's dog had pulled him off the chair. I'd set him on and chewed the laces out of him and chewed the back, like the heel tab a little bit. <laughs> Dude, I was so mad. I I, I low-key feel like I ruined the dinner because I got so mad afterwards. Like, I just sat there and was quiet. Like, just, like, moping. Are you fucking kidding me? And I threw the shoe on the ground. Like, when I saw it, I was so mad. Because really, like, you can't go... My dad was like... Bro, he's like, they're just shoelaces. And even Tabitha was, like, sticking up for me. She was like, no, like, you can't go buy these. Like, you can't go to Adidas and, like, buy replacement shoelaces. Right. So now... When somebody says, your Yeezys are fake, I'm going to say, just the laces. Just. Because <laughs> <laughs> they are very most definitely real, sure. but the laces are from Lace Lab. Shout out Lace Lab. They have a lot of exclusive tennis shoes that they've made reproduction laces for. That's what's up. Which there is a, a huge market. That, that store in Greenville that I went to had a pair of Travis Scott 5s. That Sixes? 
No, the blue ones. Or the fours, oh, sorry. The fours. And somebody had spilled something on the toe, and they had cleaned them as best as you could, but with suede, like you could just see like that area had been scrubbed. Right. So if you, have, if you find come across a pair of retros and the laces are shot, use a, a product like Rejuvenator, and you may kind of bring them back to life. Okay. So shout out Lace Lab. They were like 12 bucks shipped. They, the 3M Reflective actually works. And they look very original. Very good. So. Um, do you, are there any albums coming out later this year that you're excited for? Is there anything that we need to keep an eye out for? I mean, this is just going to depress you. Juice World had rumored that he was going to try to drop another album before 2020. I'm more depressed at the fact that we might get a posthumous release. Well, if he was really trying to make an album by 2020, they may just put out what he's done. Again, yeah. really low-key, it may be finished. But I want to give a shout-out to Roddy Rich. Um, please excuse me for being antisocial. He put out a project, and um, I see just a ton of people listening to it. I really liked uh, the song The Box. That was the second track. Just a shout-out to him. I don't think we're going to review it. Uh, but good news, Jake! French Montana put out an album. Oh, yeah, I hadn't heard. French Montana put out an album. Cool. <laughs> and um, some of the features. Oh, we got a Post Malone song? And a Party Next Door song? And a Logic song? Uh, no, bro, everything. We already know album of the year. 12-12-12, uh, Ja Rule, December 12th. Shit. Yep, that's taken album of the year for sure. I'm trying to find the feature just so we can hear it. Just so we can premiere it, guys. There's a Drake feature on here. <laughs> Bro, we can't write that shit. He said, please don't wear 350s around me. This was leaked. This was leaked. I forgot about this. Wow. This is no stylist. Drake's canceled now. I'm trying to Leers. I'd heard this before. It was I think this is a single. It's either it was either leaked or a single because I've heard that because I thought of how corny it was. Hopping off a jet, leers. I guess that's it. Okay, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. Whatever. I do remember that. Maybe it was a single. But fuck French Montana for being honest. Fuck them. Fuck them. There's no. Oh, so yeah, you remember Lockjaw and Kodak Black? That came out five years ago now? Oh, that's on this album? Yeah, what the fuck? We just need cut. Well, I hope you like this. You'll be listening to it for eight years. <laughs> I just want to play... This is a, That's actually how you listen to a French Montana album. You Go just, to your favorite feature? You skip to the features. Because yeah. nobody gives a shit what you have to say, Frenchie. To answer your, your question about hip-hop albums, this is Hip-Hop DX. Okay. So Ja Rule has 12-12-12 Storms coming out. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. I'm actually really excited for that project. Cameron, Purple Haze 2. Cameron. 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 Gang, Cameron. Gang. You remember, we'll see. Have you listened to Purple Haze? Yes, but... It's kind of good. I know you don't like the term washed, but old rappers doing series albums. Washed. Yeah, we, we don't need that. <laughs> like if Lil Wayne announces Carter 6. Please don't. Yeah, please don't. Because guess what? We already had that. It was called Barter 6. That's all we need. That's right. Jesus is born. Oh, yeah. Yeah, supposedly coming Jerry. on. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? And then Price of Fame, Sean Prince, and Lil Fame. Sean Price, sorry. Sean Price. And, and Lil Fame. I do know Sean Price. I don't know Lil Fame. I don't either. Everybody's a little rapper these days. Just go ahead and do our top ten now. Just Turns out Trump's actually running Lil Trump 2020. 
Everybody's a lil. <laughs> if he doesn't get impeached. I mean, to be honest with you, Fat Joe. The only one that I'll be like interested in really is Kanye's. Just to hear Cameron's too. I want to listen Purple Haze too. I know you think it's washed. I... Look. Is there anything else above Fat Joe's? Oh, this was already Fat Joe's oh, is already are out. All the ones that came out. Yeah, so bad vibes forever. Please excuse Blueface? me for being antisocial. Did Blueface put out a second album? Uh, who cares? <laughs> Iggy Azalea, <laughs> Wicked Lips. Can we, oh man. I don't. I don't want to really make fun can. of her nude leaks, but it ain't Wicked Lips. It's Wicked Tits. Wicked. Yeah. No, I I don't care for anything Iggy Azalea is doing these days, except for porn. Um. But. Yeah. Anything else? No, I don't either. I don't either. Um, again, rest in peace to X. I'm sorry that this album came out. Um, if you liked it, no no shots against you guys. Enjoy the project. Like Jake said, stream it. Help his family out. But not for me, my friends. Not for no. me. But we are going to ride out. And we, we said that, like we said, I don't think any... Any X fan is is gonna know what this album is like, yeah. and that that's what it is. Yeah, it is what, what it is. What are you gonna ride us out to? I mean, it it is Christmas time. <laughs> I figure we should ride out to a ghetto Christmas carol. Let's do it. Do you remember when that? I remember when that EP came out. Let's I was still see. working at a restaurant. We were opening, and I was like bumping the hell out of this. Everybody was like, "Dude, this guy is trash." Because <laughs> this was before he like really like was in pop. Like this was around like right after "Look at Me." Like people weren't really feeling X at this point. Dude, but. play hate will never win. No, no, no. Ghetto Christmas Carol. I'm sorry. You're right. This is the one with Let's let's stick with the holiday spirit. (laughs) Guys, enjoy this song. We'll be back next week, as you well know. Hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see